Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello. Welcome to the back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. Today, we're finally starting talking about money and investing and all that good stuff. So to start, we have to understand what is money, right? That's the most basic concept. Now, most people say, wait, money's a concept. Money is just, you know, that thing that we get when we go to work, thing that we use to buy stuff. What does it mean that money is a concept? So let's take a few minutes to understand what money is, the history of money, and, and what it is that we, we carry around in our wallets and in our bank accounts. What money is actually is a government-backed form of value. For example, the reason the U.S. dollar has value is because the mighty U.S. government says that it is legal tender for all trade, making it extremely usable in trade, hence granting it value. So since the government says that you can use the U.S. dollars to buy things at the supermarket, and you can use U.S. dollars to buy real estate, you can use U.S. dollars to buy cars, that's what gives the U.S. dollar value. If the U.S. government were to fail, so then the U.S. dollar would be worthless. For example, do you know anybody nowadays still using Ottoman liras? That was a very powerful empire that when it fell, its currency quickly fell, fell too. So, so what does it mean that we have a dollar, we have money, we have currency? How, how did this whole system come about? So here's the brief history of money. Um, money dates back all the way, it's called fiat currency. Fiat currency, it dates back all the way to 10th century China. Um, you should note, it doesn't have to necessarily be paper. Um, and this goes earlier than our, our current modern day period where or money is digital, um, but in the 17th century, um, in what was then New France, now is Canada, um, beaver skins were commonly used as a form of fiat. Uh, there's a famous story um, where the when money got tight, the intendant of finance of New France, he cut up a bunch of playing cards and assigned a value, and for a number of years, that was the currency. Um, even in the U.S., the dollar has only really been a fiat currency since 1971 when the U.S. dollar went off the gold standard. Before that, it was indexed to gold. Or it was based in gold, really. Now, why would a government want to take their currency off of something like gold or silver, which has inherent value, into pieces of paper? And it's not just about the uh, transferability, that money, paper money is easy to print and you can transfer it easily because for many, many uh, years, um, currency was, was, was minted coins. So it wasn't necessarily easier than gold or silver. Um, sometimes it's minted iron or copper. 
So why create um, your own currency? So this goes all the way back to something that the or the Roman Empire has realized 2,000 years ago, and that is you can't mint more gold and silver, but you can always mint more iron. You could always add other metals to your silver. Um, essentially, governments can deflate their own currency. They can control and manipulate the value of their currency. Uh, an extreme example of this um, was after World War One. When the Germans could not support their debts, they just printed more and more money. So at a certain point, the largest bill was was the one trillion mark bill. That's a one with 12 zeros after it, um, which is, whose primary purpose was actually to fuel ovens. Um, but now you may ask, so why would a government want to do that? Why would a government want to devalue their own currency? So we're going a bit long here, so we're going to cut it here, and we'll pick up next time with why would a government devalue their own currency. So what we've learned today is that what we call money is just government-issued value. Um, governments can control and manipulate the actual inherent value of their currency, and what we're going to get to next time is why government would do that. So thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.